0: I'm on whole world radio. My name is Pastor Marilyn. I'm a four-dimensional teacher where the collective mind is. My show is, as God said, make room for me.
1: God is my Father. He loves us all. He will provide Jesus, is son. To die for our sins, and Lord, for my sake, help me today, one day at a time.
0: Amen, amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we ask you to fill each of us with your precious Holy Spirit. We ask you to fill each of us with all of the fruits of your Holy Spirit, including your love, your joy, your peace. Your gentleness, your goodness, your meekness, your faithfulness, and your self-control. Heavenly Father, in Christ Jesus' holy name, we ask you to fill us, everyone that is here today, with your Holy Ghost anointing and power. Cover us with your recent, your anointing, your power in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, to heal us and fill us with your Holy Spirit and power. Cover us with your anointing and presence, and to fill us and seal us with your peace, your character, and your nature. We ask you to do all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Everyone, amen. Today I will be, I'll be talking And we'll be teaching on the upper room experience. The room where the baptism of the Holy Ghost came by fire. This is the celebration of the descendants of the Holy Spirit upon us now because of Jesus' ascension. So what is the significance of what occur in the place called the upper room? The upper room has been described as the birthed place of the church, where Jesus, who is the head, came together with his body as one, named the Christ. The church, it says in the Bible, is the body of Christ. And the day, now we speak in the day of Pentecost. The descendants of the Holy Spirit means the day of Pentecost. It count as the birthing day of the church. The church is referring to as men and women. It was there that the power of God was loosed, which changes the world. And this is the change that we are experiencing now. Because God's spirit has been poured out. It gives us the wisdom of who Christ is. God used the simple things to confound the wise. He used a house. The upper room was part of someone's house. But why did the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples in a house and not what we will consider a sacred place, like a temple then? Because if the Holy Spirit had come upon them in a temple, then her coming would have been associated with a sacred place, a sacred service, or a sacred occasion. Just like Jesus' birth, the Holy Spirit is his real mother, not Mary, and did not brought him in a sacred place, but in a manger, brought him in a stable. How the Holy Spirit came on that day of Pentecost, the birthday day, in the most common of all places, a house. As if she was saying, I am here, not just for sacred occasion, but for all occasion, for all of life. The Holy Spirit is important, a spiritual necessity. She is our mother. She is to be the pulse beat of all we do. The usual as well as the unusual. The original as well as the extra-original. The ordinary as well as the extraordinary. We are making a great deal of upper room now. But in the days of Jesus, it was just one room in a house where some of the disciples were staying. But think of it. God's most precious promise The promise of many promises, the promise of the Father himself, not in quantity, but in quality. The very nature of God was fulfilled in one of the most ordinary places on earth, a home. The upper room, the birthing place, and Pentecost, the birthing day. For it was in that room that Jesus unfolded for them the meaning of redemption, which is being saved from sin, being saved from evil, being saved from all errors in your life. As he break bread with them in that upper room, This is what he had said. He said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Which means, let your body come back as members, as one, as your hands and feet are members of your body. Take in the cup of communion, he said, this cup, Is the new covenant in my blood. Means the doctrine of life. That is why it is the cup of communion. The word coming together as one. We speak the same thing. The gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, unless you eat of my flesh. Not eat my flesh. He didn't say, he said, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. You will have no part of me. So did that upper room stand in the minds of the disciples as a symbol of Christ's self-giving is all? And would the whole atmosphere Of the place remind them that just as he had offered his all, so must they offer their all? I believe that a connection between the Last Supper and the promise of the Holy Spirit was on their minds in that room. God in the person of his son Jesus Christ had offered his all and now the 120 disciples were being confounded with the same challenge. In Act, chapter 1 verse 15 tell us that it was 120 in that room. given with expectation to receive. And faith is the equation in this. Out of Christ's offering came power. What Christ's offering means is the body of the 120 in the upper room being crucified. And Jesus the head was and is now became crucified. One, For God answers self-giving by the giving of himself. Something significantly happened in the life of those disciples in that 10 days waiting period. For out of that commitment came all power. What do I mean? We offer our little all, and we receive His Almighty all. We exchange our poverty for His wealth, our emptiness for His fullness, our weakness for His strength. The next interesting things happen is that the Holy Spirit came. Not just on the twelfth, but on the hundred and twenty. Suppose, just suppose, that the spirit had came on the twelve disciples and had bypassed the others who were waiting in the room. It would have limited the spirit's power. The coming of the Holy Spirit on the 120 means that all distraction based on a special class or group was gone. She came upon all those who was waiting, not just the 12. This make clear that the Holy Spirit is available for a person. As a person. Is also. Fell upon the women. As well as men. The son of God. In the upper room. The fathers. Saw men. And women. Receive eternal life. And became sons and daughters. Esau. Esau. The work of Jesus on the cross as a substitute was a success. The substitute that when he may give his his mother in the flesh back to John as the fleshly mother. He saw the Holy Spirit was spiritual birth to men and women. He saw them born again in spirit. He saw them pass out of death unto life, out of defeat into victory. He saw the range of righteousness where condemnation had held full sway. It was the beginning of the new creation, a new class of men, God's own new species, a biological transformation. The old covenant, need the old agreement. We talking about the Old Testament and everything that pertained to it was finished. Everything, every law, everything that the Lord God had put towards us, Jesus came and fulfilled it. It was all finished. It was the beginning of a new covenant, a new agreement, the New Testament in the Spirit. This new covenant was to unite the Spirit of man with the Spirit of God. A new family had come into being, which consists of sons and daughters who were drilled and taught of God. It was a demonstration of what eternal life could do in a human being. It was the outpouring of a new kind of love into the hearts of men. The drama of the upper room was the father's beginning of of the greatest reality that ever came to human consciousness. Men receive eternal life and men were indrelled by God himself. God took his residence in man. Satan had been the master of the human race, from the fall in the garden to the cross. On that cross, he taught. he had conquered the man who said to him, get thee behind me, Satan. On the cross, Satan believed he had that man at his mercy. For three days and three nights, he caused that man to suffer beyond anything than the human imagination can dream. Then he saw that same man that he thought was just a mere man free himself from the forces of darkness, stripped him, Satan, of his dominion, Paralyze the pages means the painful emotions of death and arise from the dead. And now a strange phenomenon he saw took place in the upper room. Satan saw the recreation of men and women. He saw sin stop being in their life. He saw the sins that they committed wiped out as though they had never been. He saw the very nature of God come into their spirit and recreate them. The image that Adam lost, that that the Lord God, not God, our father, hidden, By putting the dust of the ground over him, is seen in those recreative people. There are Jesus' men and women, meaning of Christ's body. The upper room spells the eternal defeat of Satan. Satan must have been shocked. He knew that from that time on, he would have a battle with men and women who had the authority that Jesus had unveiled. Fear must have grabbed his heart. He saw the power and energy of the Holy Spirit in men. He became aware of the fact that the new creation people are his masters. He realized that these men and women has the authority to use the name of Jesus. These men and women in the upper room would be able to perform the same kind of miracles that Jesus had in his earth walk. He must have remembered when Jesus said, All authority has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. Jesus was the master of hell and those new creation people had received his authority. He saw joy fill heart when tears had been their only drink. He saw the defeat Became masters. He saw a slave shaking off their manacles, their mental band, their chains. He saw homes that had been filled with misery turned into miniature heavens. He saw his prisoners set free. Esau, faith grew while doubt and fear had held the throne for years. Esau, God took men out of his grip and filled their hearts with love. Where hate has reigned supreme, Esau's selflessness contained. Esau, righteousness became a reality. The strangest phenomenon to him was to see men and women stand in the presence of God without a sense of guilt without a sense of infirmities with no condemnation and this shook the very foundation of hell A new language was spoken in the new creation family a language promoted with love words. He saw men reign as kings in this new realm of life. He saw this new king of love gain mastery over men. Satan slayed Jesus to amenated him. But instead of that, his death and resurrection give birth to this new creation family. See, if Satan had known this, he would not have killed him. We are multiplying so rapidly that he is trying to destroy us now before we destroy him. Did Satan knew about this before? If he had known, he would not have killed him. Did he know what Christ was doing on the cross? If he had known, he would not have killed him. Paul said that the cross looked like foolishness to man. Let's read Ephesians 3, 9 and 10. And to make all men see what is the dispensation of the mystery which for age has been hid in man, who created all things to the intent that now unto the principalities and the powers in the heavenly places might be made known to the power in the heavenly, through the church, the manifest wisdom of God according to eternal purpose, which he proposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now notice this wonderful fact, the mighty plan of redemption was sealed between the Father and Jesus to be revealed as an appointed time. Satan knew nothing of it. Satan now seeing that he is defeated. Every time he destroy a Christian, he give birth to another Christian with more power, with the word of God, with deeper faith and revelation on their lips. He wants to destroy the word. During the 700 years known as the Dark Age, Satan has smoothed the word he had and Martin Luther gave birth to it again. Satan saw that those Jesus men and women fed on the word so we have to eat the word of God. And in doing so, They are being more and more like the master, Jesus. And this is what our ministry is. We must give this living word to men and women. Nothing else can take its place. If heaven ever had a holiday, it was when the miracle took place in the upper room. You and I, can only see the external. We can only see it externally with, with, when we look at each other. But they, the enemies, the enemy can see it. Satan can see it. They could see it internally in man, recreated in Christ Jesus. If the church, speaking of ourselves, should catch. A glimpse of how dear and beautiful we are to the Father, it would transform their lives. The angels knew they became our custodians. They walked with us. They care for us. They protect us and shield us from danger. They knew. Priceless we are to the Father But you first Have to accept the spirit Of the sonship By accepting Jesus the Christ as Lord And as Savior So all who has not Accept Jesus As Lord and Savior Please stand
1: Take it. Thank you
0: questions that you have to think about. In my next teaching, there will be answers. This is Whole World Radio.